Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with CPA Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about using a donor-advised fund to save money in taxes when selling your business, bunching your giving into one year to reduce taxes in a year when you have an above-average income year, and why governments will keep needing more and more and tax revenue. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty. We are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. And we're back with Allison talking about tax tips. And Allison, look, I, I, you know, I like these episodes because the older I get, um, the more I realize, like, you know, as an investment, as a wealth manager, my goal is to help clients protect their money from the government stealing their money through inflation. And then you help them with taxes. And I'm just like... I'm like, man, like the government just wants all of our money. Like they take property taxes, sales taxes, income taxes, estate taxes. I'm like, she's. And, and then when you think about how the system is set up where, you know, you know military people talk about um, and people who are for the government, like it's the way they do their budgeting is, you know, if you were if you were allotted a million dollars and then because you were smart you know, productive use technology and you lower the cost to achieve the same task to 500,000 instead of a million, right? That's actually not a good thing because because next year, if you want more money to pay more people to make more money, you know, you don't get it. So you got to figure out a way to spend another half a million dollars on dumb stuff. And so you, so you can imagine that permeating throughout the whole government, like they're never going to stop sucking our money out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just is a, a money sucker. I was going to say, and it make actually, it too makes me think as you say this, you think even in, in businesses have that, a lot of budgets are operating under that same philosophy, use or lose your budget. So at the end of the year, you are going to like ask to buy computers or capital equipment because that's the easiest way to spend all your money. However, this year, as you know, with the um, supply chain it, issues where things are, uh, capital equipment is not being able to get, you know, sound to consumers quickly enough can you re- you may end up losing it even though you really did need the computer or you were just going to try to use or lose the budget you know use it before you lost the budget but you're going to anyway so so so, so let's let's so let, let, let's talk about a way to to save some money in taxes this year so we're, we're you know we're talking about you know we're talking specifically to maybe like business owners or people that have uh, appreciated assets they own like and as a business owner, and I will say, as you were saying, as you're getting older, I was thinking, I know my voice belies that I'm 29, but I'm actually one of the older people, you know, I'm, I'm old, I'm getting older too. So um, <laughs> anyway, what I was thinking about that typically happens closer to the end of the year is, and especially now that we're seeing a lot of baby boomers, you know, obviously starting to age out of the marketplace in terms of uh, workforce, um, a lot of business owners at this time of year in particular, are looking to sell their business. And, you know, they've worked very hard. They've grown a great business. They're going to see, you know, a sizable capital appreciation in the, in the sale of their business. And they are going to be hit with a very big, potentially big tax bill. 
what is something that they can do to help lower their tax bill? And I know that we have talked about the donor advised fund or just the whole point of giving um, with the idea of saving a lot, reducing your tax bill. Um, And I know what I have said before is give because you want to, not necessarily because you're going to get a tax benefit. But this time I will say give and anticipate a do or do it because you're going to get a big tax benefit because this one can be this especially for the sale of a business again to offset your tax bill this could be a really great strategy for you so again like i said we're going to be especially knowing too that tax bills or the tax rates we still don't know how it's going to come out in 2022 so if before the end of the year the business owner were to sell their business um, and let's just say for example someone's going to sell their business and recognize gain of $2 million. Um, And again, this is just an example. We know that we're going to allocate a million and a half of it to be taxed at capital gains tax rates of 20%. And the remaining half a million would be taxed at ordinary income. And that's just based on how the, the business sale laid out. Well, when all said and done, if you do the math, you're looking at a potential tax bill of $485,000. So, That's just an example. Again, this is assuming the capital gain tax rate of 20%. And we're going to assume that the business owner is being being taxed at the highest tax bracket of 37%. Okay. Okay. So again, it's great. You made lots of money and here the government's going to want to take their cut of it. So $485,000 is a lot of money relative to the $2 million um, Mm -hmm. in gains that you received. So what is one thing that you can consider doing if you, as a high, high net income, high wealth uh, business owner, um, can do? There's this great strategy called charitable bunging, meaning if you normally give uh, an amount every year to charity, and in this case, we think like, let's pretend $30,000 a year, what I would recommend doing here is bunching up the annual giving and multiply it, say, by 10. So in this particular year, you would give $300,000 to either the charity of choice, to the donor advised fund, and you're going to realize a tax reduction, again, in this example, of about $111,000. That's huge relative to the amount of tax bill. Again, you know, you've given out... you've donated to the charity, you've lowered your tax bill, and away you go, and you, you know, go on your merry way to how life um, so, is going to... So, so, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me slow it down to my mind, for example. So you're saying the business owner is already giving 30 grand a year to charity, uh, and, and so you're saying just go ahead and speed, in the year you sell your business, speed up that 30 grand a year and just give it one time for 300 grand so you can lower your tax bill by a hundred something thousand dollars. So, so instead of paying whatever, 380, you pay 280. Do I have that part? Right? Or 485 versus, yeah, okay. I mean, it was yeah. still the same relative math. You're going to drop your bill at tax bill by a hundred grand. Got it. And just think again, you're benefiting the charity that you love and reducing your tax bill at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like we've talked about with, you know, donating or give, donating to charities of choice, you're not just limited to cash in this case, you can donate with uh, a pre, you know, capital assets such as stocks, bonds, cryptocurrency. And here again, it's great because you can avoid the capital gains tax and get the charitable contribution 
on those particular items that you donated. So again, it's it's a whole it's a whole wonderful strategy. Sell your business, save some money, and give to the betterment of better society or charity that you want to contribute to, and go on your merry way. So that's that was my talk of it. Think, thinking of the idea, and again, because we're at the end of the year, it's probably a good one to start implementing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think it's uh, I think that's a that's a great strategy because I and, and I and I personally know quite a few people that you know because I'm I'm you know this this will also work if they have a lot of uh, gain and and maybe like crypto like you're saying or you know I have quite a few clients that uh, are executives at companies and they have company stock. And matter of fact, I was just talking to a client the other the other day yesterday, and I was saying you know I. I like to pay attention to like banks uh, and if they're lending at the current moment, because banks are, if banks lending is slowing up, which all of them are, that means they see uh, the, the economy slowing down and that's, that's not good for, for assets. And so, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I was telling them, I said, I said Hey, listen, I, I, in short term, I'm bearish, but I have a five year time frame, So I'm not, I'm not going to really, I don't plan to sell anything. You know, because it's not really worth it for the tax standpoint to, to to rebalance it, because I don't think it's going to affect our long term return. Just in the short term, it's probably going to be a little bit ugly. You know, right. outside of Bitcoin, I think Bitcoin is going to, uh, you know, I'm talking specifically for stocks. I think Bitcoin is going to be fine. But uh, he's he's like, well, hey, you know, uh, if, if we need to sell, uh, you know, uh, something that you know, I, I don't mind, but I don't want to really pay a tax. And so, and in that instance, we can probably just say, hey, um, the, you know, the, the the stuff that we are more bearish on at the moment you can just transfer that to the donor advised fund and uh yep i agree yeah and then let it appreciate and again i think too if you were talking about like if you if in the i'm I'm sorry oh oh, no no go ahead i was was saying i was saying uh and sell it right because if we if we transfer it and then sell it because we're bearish and then put it you know that way he did they don't they don't pay the tax right so yeah yeah, and i was going to say too just think even if you even in this, you know, charitable bunching strategy, you donate, you put it all into a donor advised fund. You can let it do capital appreciation, like what you're thinking. Like, say, you know, you're bearish in the short term and the long term. You still have the opportunity to give to charities of choice via the donor advised fund, and they get mm-hmm. the benefit of the capital appreciation too. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a it's a win win, I think, all around for the business owner and again your your charities of choice. Absolutely. I love it. And then and here's my last question on it. Cause there, there's a, there's a strategy, there's a more complex strategy that we can maybe cover on a different episode where it's the charitable remainder trust, where you have mm-hmm. to do some complex stuff where you break your shares up, you know, give some of the shares of the company to the charitable remainder trust and then sell the, sell the company after the case. So you can realize it. So that, that's a more complex way uh, to do it. But this way, I, it kind of seems seem like you can get a similar result, just make it simple, meaning, you know, you just sell the business, but then you also give the money to the donor advised fund in the year to, to is it, are, are there, and maybe we can do it for the different episode, but are the, yeah, it's kind of the same strategy, just simpler, right? Yeah. I was To me, this one seems simpler. And it just made me think, as you were saying, it, you started to say timing here. You just need to make sure that you do it in the same tax year that you sell your business. So you right. can't cross over here. So if you, if you sold the business before December 31st, you have to give before December 31st. So one of the things that you might want to talk about with your investment advisor and your 
tax plan, you know, tax advisor, if you really are contemplating selling the business, work with them over the year, you know, because obviously you didn't decide in November that you're going to sell the business. You're going to, it had been, you know, in the works maybe since January of that year. Maybe what you do is you start prepaying. So it's not such a large, you know, such a big hit in terms of cash flow if you want to do the, you know, such a large donation of the year, or you figure out the timing of what it is you think you want to donate into the fund, but do it at the beginning of the year so you can really be strategic about what assets you're going to donate to, again, minimize your tax bill when you sell your business. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's, that's a good episode. We, we ought to compare the two in another episode to the charitable remainder trust versus the donor advised fund. Because in my brain right now, and we're, we're live, so I can't think through one difference, but I feel like there's one difference, but this just seems like so simpler. And so the shared remainder trust, I think there's a few things that are different, but it costs a whole lot more to set up. <laughs> I was going to say that in the private foundation. And that's, I think why a lot more, a lot more people are leaning towards the donor advised fund, because again, it's simpler. You hand, you give your money to, you know, whatever sponsoring organization, say like a, you know, investment broker manages it and you don't even have to necessarily think about, you know, the mm-hmm. administrative costs behind it. Yeah, so yeah, this we, seems very simple. Yeah. We set, we set one up for, 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 for one of my clients and uh, it was super simple. You know, Schwab makes it super easy. And I, yeah. I imagine all the investment brokers are just as easy with it too, because, um, and you can just see the, the explosive growth in the investment broker area, how they're adding on this arm to their organization so that their high wealth um, or any wealth uh, clients can, can contribute to these funds. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing. Let everybody know where they can reach you if they want more information. Well, you can check me out on my website. It's rifemartincpa.com or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And uh, I'd love to help anybody who needs help in this particular area or just overall taxes in general. So, um, and I will just say, I so much enjoy doing these episodes with you every week, Philip. They're a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.